0: 18 plus. Hi, my name is Muss, and this is my podcast, Dork. I called it Dork because we all have a level of dorkdom. No matter who you are or what amazing or inspiring career you have, we all have been and will be dorky. This is where we celebrate, embrace, and try to inspire others that it is a good thing to be a dork. There's a thin line between being awkward and amazing. This is Dork. Today, my guest has been on the NBC affiliate Care 11, not nearly as long as those original NBC chimes, but she's been there for 25 years. It's Belinda Jensen. I know for a fact Belinda Jensen is a huge Carrie Underwood fan, and let's be honest, she really is the all-American girl. Hailing from Prescott, Wisconsin, Belinda Jensen has been the chief meteorologist at CARE 11 for 13 years. Of course, Saturday mornings we wake up with Belinda, and we also learn how to grow with CARE with Belinda and Bobby. Here's the connection between Belinda Jensen and I. First and foremost, I didn't even know this, she was going to be a teacher and ended up just kind of falling into television. I was going to be a teacher as well, and ended up falling out at Mankato State, like actually getting kicked out of Mankato State, and then ended up in radio. Then we worked together on the Wake Up Crew for about a decade. She's one of my favorites, and she happens to be a tremendous dork. It's Belinda Jensen. Belinda, how are you?
1: I am doing pretty good coming out of this Arctic polar vortex. Holy moly. Yeah. That in was amazing. A, in a lot of years. Well, What
0: was it? 96, right? Was the last um, one
1: that was... 23 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, many people have never experienced this. Um, you know, I don't think our kids will ever have three days off in a row. Oh. Thank the
0: Lord. Oh, my goodness. That was a
1: little rough. But anyway, yes, doing well. <laughs> doing well thawing out like
0: everyone else. I have a saying at our house that is uh, I, I love... And, and christy and i we, we love our kids we just want to miss them every once in a while so when they're there nonstop and there's nothing else to do you can't go anywhere yeah it yeah. isn't like
1: summer when they're there and you can send them outside kick right. them outside yeah
0: right yeah it's yeah. so okay the whole uh, concept of this show is dork it's it's the thin line between being awkward and amazing and that's that's the line we walk in jobs that we have that seem like most people are like oh it must be awesome, awesome to do what you do and everything like that and what's kind of cool is automatically in the newsroom aside from the sports people you get to actually be kind of dorky on air because oh, no. you We're- can
1: we're, we are very proud to be the nerds in the newsroom. I mean we are the you know the team of nerds. In fact sometimes when we're talking through storms on on threads on uh, text, we have it named you know the the nerd you know chat or you know whatever else so absolutely no it's I I, uh, I
0: love it. I love being the nerd. Well, and you get to show so much more of your personality because, you know, I mean, obviously you're not doing the hard news, which in thankfully. a lot of cases, thankfully, yeah, yeah, yeah. because uh, we we're, all watch We're
1: it. the highlight of the newscast. It doesn't matter what's going on because, first of all, the first block of news has become absolutely very, either very sad or very disturbing or right. both. And then, of course, sports in Minnesota, my goodness, that's also very scary and disturbing. So I'm in the More middle. <laughs> or very sad. I'm also, I'm just in the middle. And even if I'm forecasting, you know, something people don't want to hear, at least I can, you know, smile a little bit. So
0: I always think it's so funny because I'll, uh, the only time you ever talk about, like, when it's 27 actual below, mm-hmm. the only time as Minnesotans that you actually enjoy sharing that story is when you're sitting on a beach and the chatty guy on the change lounge next to you is like, Just how cold that get on up there. Yeah. And you get to... Ha, twenty-seven below. I know,
1: absolutely. I, I pe- people can't people can't believe it. But I've had so many calls this week. Are you okay? <laughs> are Are you really okay? Where are you? Yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, well, the only thing we did different this week is that the Carol Backyard's been there for 32 years. And of course, it's my office, which I love because I'm out there by myself with the birds and the right. bees and, um, and a lot of other little critters. Um, but I'm the top of the food chain typically. So that's good. I'm the biggest thing out there. So, uh, but this week we decided to stay inside for a few days, but I was back out last night. It was seven below. It was great.
0: Yeah. It was great. It's it's great. You walk out the
1: door. You get, you know, you're away from the anchors and the people and literally because all the cameras in the backyard are, are robotic. So it just is me talking to myself. Now, that's
0: a dork move and, right. so, and I do it for a living.
1: Three minutes a night, you know, five, six, and ten. Half so. the
0: time, I don't even know if they're turning these things on or not. I'm just
1: <laughs> filling I, in three. La, 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 la. <laughs> so.
0: Yes, it is uh, one of the only states in the uh, in the entire country that is trying to kill you two different times out of the year just by walking outside. But in between that, it's gorgeous. In gorgeous. between, you know, now and, and August, yes. it's absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. Growing up in Prescott, mm-hmm. um what was some memories of uh, your early dorkdom, if you will? I mean, well, give me a picture. What was Belinda Jensen like growing up?
1: Long, strangly blonde hair, crooked teeth, glasses too big for my face, usually quite dirty. Um, I, uh, I I remember there was a couple of things. First of all, I remember that Uh, You know, back then, of course, thank the Lord, it was so much simpler, and we just, like, would write notes. Right. You know, you'd write notes to your—and you'd pass them in the hallway between classes. And I remember that I uh, I wrote wrote this note to a friend, a a boy that I really liked. His name is John. And I wrote a note to him, and, you know, and I wrote— puppy love or something i mean i remember like it, it never ever spoke to me again like right. and i was like just completely well maybe because
0: you guys were seniors in high school it just seemed like it was. you know, little...
1: <laughs> I, you know it, but it was sixth grade but whatever it right. repeated many many times in different ways right so um you know what um i remember this is one thing i remember very well i think it was like fifth or sixth grade so the same age as my daughter and i grew up in a catholic family five kids i'm the fourth um pretty strict navy dad mom and dad uh go to church every sunday kind of family and we didn't my mom and dad didn't swear a lot right. um and and my you know my we didn't swear a lot and so i remember really well that i didn't swear and then that was not that was like totally dorky that i didn't do that and so then i realized that if i started to swear that like that, oh, my goodness, people are noticing me because there was it was so odd. So all of a sudden, I just would start swearing at, like, recess. And I was like, you know, I, I don't know if we can even say it. I was like, right. damn it, shit. You know, like, I'm like, yeah. what? You know, like, and then I remember so well. It, it, was, it was, like, really amazing to me. But I was so dorky. Like, I didn't even know, like, in the they were never in context or anything like that. Right.
0: I remember uh, I would sit there and I would tell jokes at recess. And I didn't even know what half the jokes meant. So, and I just and everybody else didn't know what it meant either. We're like in third, fourth grade, and I'm just sitting there telling jokes that I heard my dad say with some card buddies, you know, at the house. And and they're and it turns out they're awful. And uh, oh, I got dragged into the office all the time. And, yeah, because of that. And I had no idea, but uh, because I didn't want to be dorky, I was like, oh, the kids are laughing. This will be great. And uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, that was that was not good at all. And I was never good around girls either. Oh. <laughs> Man, I mean, I know I'm not a head turner. I got to wear on you. But oh my goodness, I have had so many awkward. I can't. I instantly put myself in the friend zone before they even got a chance to put me anywhere else because I just assumed, oh, yeah, they're just they're just they want to hear my dirty jokes or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, I was a foot and a half taller than every boy, (laughs) you know,
1: and back then I was just a little beanpole. So, I mean, and then I would just slouch because I was so tall that my father would be constantly pulling my shoulders back. And now it's oh, my goodness. I remember that so well. I had an incident, though, that I'm just it's just coming to my head. that is so (laughs) embarrassing. Love it. So I don't know if it's dork, it's not really being a dork, it's just embarrassing. But I was in a class, I think it was uh oh gosh, for sure it was middle school, so sometime between sixth and eighth grade. I can't remember when, probably sixth. And I was screwing around with my pencil and screwing and I stuck my pencil accidentally, I believe, hopefully I did in my nose and the eraser. <sighs> broke off and it went really far up my oh, no. nose so i got called to the principal i mean i had to i had to go to the principal's office and the nurse and it wasn't a little deal they couldn't get it out like and so then of course it spread across the school she had a up her nose and oh my gosh i was at my um i'm not kidding my 30th class reunion last or two summers ago yeah two summers ago and people still remember that oh Oh, darn. It's like, what? Yeah, please let it go. Please let it go. That wasn't very sexy.
0: How about this? This is how dorky I am. So I actually, so I noticed this, and we were talking about this before we uh, jumped on uh, Dork here. We've known each other for 19 years. That's
1: just amazing.
0: Ridiculous that it's been that long. Honestly, I was like, no way, that can't be, but doing the math. And I was doing prep. So wait a minute, I'm prepping for a show with a friend of mine who i know most of these stories what am I, but i still prep because i'm I'm dorky and i'm nerdy about that because i always want to be prepared but i got a little distracted because it was last night and uh, and footloose came on so i started oh. oh everybody cut everybody cut are you kidding me yes the best movie ever i love it it's so a really good
1: movie yeah i know <laughs> i know i love it i i got i got caught watching 16 candles the other night um, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. Some of those older movies, I absolutely love, love.
0: Well, to be honest, so uh, and I will ask you a little bit later here in the in the podcast uh, about who, celebrity wise, that you've try to keep yourself cool, try to keep composure, and you just lost it. I got to be honest, you're one of them for me. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding because I was like, oh, I've always loved Belinda Jensen. This is awesome. And then so I start working at K102, and then I'm filling in for the morning show because Heinz was gone. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, now I'm on the air with Belinda. And then yeah. I get and on. And I was at home with my pajamas on. Right.
1: Because, <laughs> of course, I, I was able to do that show from home. Right. And
0: is- then I, you know, we joined the wake-up crew, and now we're on every day. And, in fact... I can't remember what. It might have been a birthday of yours or something that we surprised you. Oh, with yeah. like flowers and stuff. Yeah, and uh, and then John, of course, made me show up. And you now, did, yeah. And I was totally. I'm like, okay, I'm surprising Belinda now. I'm already <laughs> nervous around her, and now I got to surprise oh, her. She's great. not gonna be pleased with this at all. Because I knew you were just like sitting there, probably in pajamas and just hanging out. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, this could really, really go bad for me.
1: You know, it, that was a great time. I, I did. I did radio for K102 um, and Cities 97. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for 12 years. And I have to say the one thing about it that uh, was fabulous, but also scary was I was way too comfortable. I, I was in my own office, yeah. you know, with my literally pajamas, coffee in hand, nice and cozy. But I would forget that I was I mean, Heinz would like go, hey. Belinda, you know, like, you know, BT, Belinda, you, you're you on the right. Oh, yes, yeah, right. I mean, I would just be saying things like, but I get very comfortable right. quickly. And so that was a interesting time, no question. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure. trying to think of who, who I've met. Okay, I I have had the uh, chance to meet a, a bunch of people, um, not as many as I'd like, but a bunch. And I'm trying to think, okay, so Joan Stefan brought me to Chicago when she was on Oprah.
0: Right. Oh, no. You met the O?
1: Yeah. Oh. <sighs> But um, it wasn't really a meet. It was more like she kind of came in and she greeted Joan and I was like pretty much like three inches behind her. So I got <laughs> that close. Um, so I didn't really meet her. Um, at uh, pr- Oh, I did meet. Oh, my goodness. On my Saturday show, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, interesting flybys with, with celebrities over the years. And so one time Vince Vaughn came on. Oh yes, and he—I love him and yeah. absolutely. He is Frank Vassalero. Frank Vassalero is him. I know absolutely, <laughs> and it's of course, so
0: weird sometimes. I'm just like, well, wait a minute, because <laughs> because yeah, every once in a while Frank will get in oh, to a yeah. very Vince Vaughn like mode. He has many times. Yes. So
1: Anyway, very similar. Um, but I really like his work, and I really like Vince, and I like Frank too. But so here comes Vince, and he is hung hung over, <laughs> and Eric Perkins is my co-host at the time, and so he interviews him. It is. The funniest interview that I remember ever on that show. I have to pull that baby up. It is the funniest thing. So if you have him on podcast, you have to ask him about that. Oh, I definitely. Super funny. Super funny. So it was fun to meet him. He smelled like vodka. He was so hungover and funny. But he showed up, which was great. You know, right. He could have blown us off. He didn't. He was there, and that was great. Um, last year for the Super Bowl, I did get to do a sit-down with Jimmy Fallon. And the only reason I didn't freak out, because I should have. Was because I was hungover, so I. (laughs) So there's the key. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I had gone to Pink the night before, which was a year ago today. Right, because it was the Friday night. Is that the Army? One of the Army shows, and it was unbelievable. And um, and then the next morning, I get up super super early, and we had a big show on the mall in the you know in the warming house, and we had, uh, Jimmy Jam came and Lester Holt showed up and stayed for. 45 minutes. He was supposed to stay for 10. So there was a lot of moving parts to the morning. And then as soon as the show was over, here comes Jimmy Fallon. Right. And, oh, my God. And you're just mob. pretty much
0: spent at this point. I have yeah. so.
1: And there's specific questions that have all been vetted. And I <laughs> all I want to do is just, like, chat with him. And, anyway, that was fantastic. And I did
0: keep it together, but I have no idea how. I actually one time, and now I'm, you just made me remember this. We are at the CMAs. And we're not only on air, you know, in radio, it's awesome because like you said, you, you, no one sees you. So who gives a crap? So you can even like flop sweat and be confused and no one would know it as long as you just play it off well. But they decided to film these because they wanted mm-hmm. to put them on our websites and then on the website for the, the CMAs. Well, uh, we're all doing our interviews. And there they just pop people in. All of a sudden you're just like, boom, here's Brooks and Dunn, and boom, here's you know uh, Tim McGraw, boom here, and you don't know, and all of a sudden you get your four minutes with them, and then you quickly go through your questions and whatever. Faith Hill mm. comes in. Wow. And when she walked in, honestly, it was record scratch time. Everybody, it didn't matter who it was that was in that room—country artists, celebrities, whatever—everybody stopped and watched. It was like she's Hollywood. She walked in and she was glammed up and she was, I mean, it was ridiculous. So we have to interview her. And I, I love to interview people. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I love to do the homework. I love to find out new stories and stuff like that. I asked her a question and I literally just went into her eyes. I, I dove right into her soul. I was gone. I'm just staring at her and I have no idea what she's saying. And
1: then that's a problem because then you don't know how to do the follow up. Right. That's happened to me before, too. And you and then you kind of are fumbling down to your notes. Yes. And And she busted me
0: and she goes, you're not even listening to me right now. And like I like came to you know, I was like, whoa! What happened? Where was I? What's going on? Why am I sweaty? And and I just like quickly looked at her and I was just like, oh, I'm sure you get that from Tim all the time. She just goes, No, no, I don't. I'm like, Oh not damn it! So much. Yeah, such a dork because I just let myself go. Oh, there. you know
1: what? That's okay. No, yeah. she. I mean, she got herself already. She should Ooh. know this is going to happen.
0: She was absolutely She's powerful. Stunning. So when you become a parent, we all know this, and uh, because. Now, Tanner and, and Tori, they're, what, 16 and 12?
1: 11 and a half. 11 yep. and a half.
0: Okay. Yep. And um, when you become a parent, you instantly now are uncool oh. and more of a dork probably than you ever have been. Well- Especially in their eyes.
1: Not instantly. Because, you know, remember, we were like- you were Superman for a l- bunch of years. Yeah, this is true. They, oh my this God, they just loved being with you and they loved everything about you and you knew. And then, of course, you, you go right from Superman to, you know, underdog. I mean, like, seriously, like, <laughs> you, you know, know, nothing.
0: No, do you get that a lot? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I'm almost there with Tori, but with mm-hmm. Tanner, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: there. So here's the question though is that, okay, Why is it that dads seem to get the brunt of that? Like dads seem to be played off more as dorks and uncool uh, with their kids than moms do. And in that whole vein, would you say that was true about your dad and and your mom?
1: Oh, that's funny. Okay, so, well, you know, no.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: My dad was off to work, and he had a suit on, and he was, you know, he was businessman, and so he wasn't, he wasn't dorky. No, he was, he was just you just feared him, right. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, feared him. I'm gonna tell your father. I'm gonna tell your father. And um and mom was the workhorse. <laughs> mom was the one, you know, home in the trenches with all of us, five of us, three Oof. brothers, I know. That's a lot. So um whatever we did, we're sorry. I you know, we did a number of things. Um with my kids, I think I'm the dork. I yep. uh, for sure I'm the dork. Yeah, more like, so than Dave yeah Dave's. yeah david's not david's david's pretty cool i mean most of the time and and you know i i kind of get down in the trenches with him too so i think you know what's really <laughs> and i don't care so up until two weeks ago you know i drove the kids everywhere right because you know obviously tanner didn't have his license yet and so it, it, for a while it was only out of uh if it was circumstantial but then for a while it was basically every day every single day i would drive tanner to high school and and I would have on my pajamas and my slippers and a coat. And then there's a point where you I had he was he was learning to drive. so I had to get out of the car at the high school and walk around the car. and I didn't care. I'm right. like, I don't give, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not putting my clothes on for you right. I was you know I get and so the other day, oh my goodness, Tori forgot something really important. She forgot something that I actually had to bring her because sometimes if she forgets something, too bad.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: You got to learn. But there was something she really needed. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, so I was like as soon as I get to school, I'll just text her and she'll come out. She's in middle school. I get to the school, I look, my phone's at home. Oh no. I've got the jammies and the slippers on and I just walked right into that damn school, hit <laughs> the buzzer, went through the office. Just I'm like I'm just going to pretend this is normal. This is normal that I have these on. This right. furry Flippy. Oh, my Lord. So, anyway, yes.
0: Well, with my wife working Dork. for the school district, I have done that before myself where I'm just like, I don't care. I'm just going to walk in. And so there's been a couple times where I forgot I actually did just have pajamas on. You yeah. know, it was like, oh, I walked in with slippers on? What the hell? <laughs> and But the worst part is because my wife works for the school district, she, I get an instant report that night. Oh, God, what were you wearing when you walked into the <laughs> principal's <know>. office? <laughs> like, oh, God, it'd be better if they just didn't. I didn't know that portion of it. That would oh. be almost better. Well, then,
1: plus you're must, and yeah. I'm, you know, blended. So, like, all of a sudden they're like, what? Was that blended gent-? She's She like, seems so put together.
0: She's really not put together.
1: <laughs> you know, they hear you at night. They see me at night all <laughs> dolled up. Thank the Lord we have makeup people to help oh, us
0: out. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is that uh, being a dork, to me, is just the most amazing thing ever because it just gives you so much freedom when you actually embrace it.
1: I know, and I think it, it took me a long time. It, mm-hmm. it did, and, and I think that um, the key, and if, if, if young girls are listening to this, um, don't be afraid of this. This is something that I, I, I so appreciate that... I hit my stride later in life, and it didn't happen. It did not happen in high school or even college for me. I had no idea what I was doing. I was very awkward. I was very – I didn't – you know, I, I just couldn't get it together. And you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Because then it's – you really learn, and you really figure things out, and it's a teaching moment, no question. I mean, not to be serious about it, but it really is. And And, you know, and then who knows? I mean, gosh, hit your stride when you're in your – 20s and 30s, 40s. You don't need to worry. About, and then when you're older, I mean, I am 50 this year. I don't give a darn. I, I love it. Yes. That's I the best part. I love it. And it's... I go into schools and I talk to kids and I talk about being a nerd and I talk about loving math. You know, it's a, one of my dorky things that I do as of recent... <laughs> I was just about to ask you too. I do a lot of dorky things. <laughs> yeah. But like, the I, I really la- I love when my daughter asks me for help with her math. I love this. I love... That pre-algebra stuff. I love the geometry. I love sitting down and figuring out math problems. Yeah, I love it. Like I didn't love it when I was in school. I mean, I figured it out and I did it all, but I love it. And so, like, <laughs> you know, my only problem with it is, is like, Mom, I'm supposed to be doing this, Mom. And I'm like, but I know. But look, but
0: look, look. I'm just a total dork. I I do get that because I to this day there's so many things I cannot do, like stuff that you like quote unquote a man should know how to do, and you know, change your own oil. I could but i'm not gonna but all the stuff that uh my dad just had no patience so he and he loved doing that stuff and he loved doing it together with but it would always be like just move here just, let me get, show out, you. just get out of let here let me do it you know so basically i mean yeah. i'm really good at running to the beer fridge that's what i got really good at and you still are and i still have to this day that is that is oh, my true so calling uh all the way around here as we talk about dork it's so funny because the more and more I've done these these episodes, the more and more I've talked to people, uh, the more and more I end up finding out about not only the people that are on the show, like yourself, but also uh, about other people who just start just sharing things with me. Oh. Oh, and it's it's amazing. Like, I just found out, I, Christy and I, my wife, it, it, we've hung out, all, to, all, all of us together. I did not know this, and I've known her, we've been married almost 20 years come August here. She actually will immediately start to tear up if she hears uh, a, a drum core. Oh I'm like, what? She's like, oh, yeah. And if I see the Rockettes, I just start tearing up right away. She started crying <laughs> just talking about it. I was like, well, what is happening? Oh, you oh, massive I dark. I can't
1: handle any of those videos with the soldiers coming home oh, and the surprises. I can't. Yeah. Like, if one of those is on, if I am like, a, I'm losing it. Yeah. I, I, so I always have to go. You know, a lot of Boyd Hooper stories, like, they're always oh, on right before me. So, so I'm, good. like, whistling in the backyard by myself with the birds. <laughs> and I come on in, and they're like, okay, 40 seconds. And I, I can't. I just, like and then I watch it later, you know, I'll go back to my desk and watch it. Because I can't deal. I can't do the three-minute weather, you know? Is there
0: something that you do? Belinda Jensen, again, my guest here from CARE 11, of course. Not only chief meteorologist for now, what is it? Is it 13? 25 years. 25 years.
1: Well, not the chief for 25. I've been there 25.
0: Right, yes. 25 been there, yes.
1: Yeah, 25 been there. I don't know. I, I can't remember.
0: It's, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> details. But then, yeah, Grow with CARE with Bobby Jensen. If you want to talk about a dork, there you go. God, you are surrounded by dorks. I know. Uh, and I love them all. Perk, my goodness. You can't get much dorkier than that Matt and nope. Dave is amazingly dorky and I love the dude for it and uh, Rena Sarjanopolis is probably the biggest dork I know. Um I uh I was thinking about this so you got all these years in this and I, uh, I completely lost where I was going with this. was like, I got, okay. I got t- tied up into the whole... Oh, yeah. What were the, we talking the about? The dorkiness. So no, oh, I was going to ask you, okay. with, all, with all this, with everything that you've been doing, I was just uh, going over the fact that you, you're an amazing person and you've done such amazing work and then what most people don't know and they should know is that uh, what you do off camera with all the charity stuff that you do and you throw yourself in the middle of and you uh, rarely say no and you go to schools and... You're amazing, um, and that's why everybody loves you. But what is the thing that was really dorky as a kid that has carried on throughout Gosh. college, career, oh. before you met Dave?
1: Before I met Dave, oh,
0: okay. um. <laughs> Today, where you're still like, what is Why do I still do that?
1: Why do I still do that? I have
0: one I can share with you while you're thinking.
1: Okay. Okay. I was just, I was trying to think of it.
0: I have this weird, weird tick, weird thing that I do. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know why. And I still do it to this day. I've been, done it ever since I was a kid. It's a nervous thing. Um, cotton or fabrics. Oh. Uh, I, I'm very in tune with... Um, feels and stuff like that. So okay. what uh, <laughs> what I would do is, you know how the the, the pillowcase has that little cuff on yeah. it? I'll fold that cuff over and make it a sharp little point. Yep. And then for whatever reason, I just have to drag my finger or my thumb over it, <laughs> over and over and over again. A million times. Yeah. I'll do it even with like jeans, like in the inside of my knee. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I have jeans that I've worn through. You know, doing that. You know, I still do it to this day.
1: You know who he used to do that all the time in the newsroom was Ken Barlow. He used to take his t- tie and he would fold it up and he would just and he's he's like, he's such a he's such a
0: neat back? Yes, yes, he would
1: do that. So yeah, you have to have him on and ask him
0: about that. See,
1: this is a good you know, I'm helping you out here. Yeah. I'm giving you a bunch of new people with weird ticks <laughs> that I have noticed. Yeah, but I've
0: been doing that since I was a kid, and mm. it's so funny because Christy's always asked me, "Are you nervous? What's going on?" I'm like, "No, it's just a thing I've always done. I can't help it. it." Yeah, I'm not. A lot of times I do it when I'm not nervous.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So let me think about just something that it's, it's spanned the generations for me. Um, but I, I know of a couple things that I think make me a dorky. First of all, I don't have any playlists on my phone. I don't have any way of listening. I am. I can You know. I can do calculus. I can figure out the weather. I can run pretty sophisticated computers at CARE. But I have no idea how to put music on my phone. Thank the Lord for you guys because I listen to you guys. Yeah, I heart radio app. It's super easy. Okay, that's good to know. So I, I, I don't have, like, people go, oh, you know, I'll, I'll bring a playlist and I'm like, I'll, we'll do the Bluetooth speaker. I mean, I understand the Bluetooth. I, I don't have any music on my phone. I have no idea how to get it. I have no idea. I don't understand it. It's like. It's one of like, someone else will figure that out. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't know. And that's um, what
0: you have kids for. I guess
1: so. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and I I will tell you that I had I had something that I did for years, and it was kind of embarrassing that I never told anyone. I was addicted to all my children. Really. Really. And that was like, on forever. I watched it and It was before like DVRs and all that, so it's not like you taped it and sat down on a Saturday afternoon and a rainy Saturday like it, you do now with Netflix. You planned doing, your day around. Oh it. no! Like I, noon, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I need to get to work. There's a storm. Oh, what's Erica doing? I mean, like honestly, I was so addicted to it. I was so, and then after a while, I'm like, "This is so stupid. Nothing happens."
0: Right. Still watched it. You can miss years of I still it. Still watched it, and then turn it back on, and it—you'll already catch yourself back up. Really. That and quickly. then
1: lately, with it being cold, and 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 you know, and I should go work out. I should go work out, like in the morning. I should go work out, and I'm sitting on my, you know, at the kitchen counter, and the kids have just left, and I should go work out. I've got to go work out, and then Friends comes on, you oh. know, on the TBS, and then all of a sudden, now I'm like. I, 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 I love watching those. I'm watching all of them again. Oh,
0: the binge watching thing. I was oh. I was like, I don't get it. Why are people doing this? It seems silly. You're wasting all this time. And then it happened. Yep. And then once you got in it, and here's the thing that I have totally I, I can't. I know. I, I,
1: I'm really afraid to start anything new if right. I don't have a lot of time because I know I'm going to do
0: it. Because typically you'll be like, oh, I can get in one more episode. That's always it. Okay, one more. Five, four, yeah. <laughs> three, two. Oh shoot! Yeah, here yeah. we go. Oh, well, that Game of Thrones was the one that really oh. took us over the top because all right, we're gonna finally watch it. We hadn't watched it at all. We just watched it last it's year. It's a good
1: couple thing to do though. Yes,
0: but what we found about binge watching is that we also binge drink while we're binge watching. Oh. Oh yes, even so, especially like Game of Thrones or some of the other shows that we were watching. They're always drinking on the show. They're always drinking wine, or violence, they're doing
1: sex, right. drinking. Yep. Exactly.
0: So the next thing you know, is like, okay, we stayed up until two in the morning oh. last night and drank two bottles of wine, which is a sample size, one bottle and <laughs> serving okay. size, I should say. Yes. But, um, but then we're like, we're hungover. We don't. We're tired, and then we start watching another one. Next thing you know, it's completely addictive. Do we have any wine? You know, <laughs> it's yeah. It's the it's the worst for us. We. Fall victim to it all the yeah, time. Yeah, the
1: good thing is I work at night, so I can't do that. Yeah. I would love to be able to do things like that. I can't
0: do that. That's probably good for
1: me. I think I have a little bit of addictive personality. Like, someone told me, oh, my gosh, you should watch uh, Bodyguard. And I'm like, yeah, I should watch Bodyguard. And they're like, oh, you should really watch it. Well, I went home and watched all of it. That I mean, like, I got back, next day. the I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Oh, yeah, where are you? Done. Right. Done. I mean there were only six episodes but mus I mean that's a lot of time.
0: Have you ever be honest have you ever watched a show without Dave when you were talking about maybe watching a show together.
1: Oh totally. And I then totally. you watched yeah, it yeah. and but, then
0: you had to rewatch it again and pretend that you didn't see it before.
1: 3 nights ago. <laughs> and you know what the show is it's so stupid but it's so yes. dumb and we both love it. <laughs> Below deck.
0: Below deck what's that?
1: Oh it's fabulous. It's on Bravo, <laughs> okay. And it's um it's really bad. it's really stupid. So basically you know, these luxury yachts that are in you know, the Caribbean and and actually the last time they were in the t- in Tahiti. So it's the story about the crew, okay, on the luxury li- yacht. So you're out for the season with them. and then every week, a different group of really rich people get on. I mean, you have to be really rich to do these things, right. and, um, and and so the, and then you get to meet the wacky people, and they're always wacky. But then there's all sorts of stuff going on below
0: deck. Sure. Like yep. where the rats are and everything else. There's yeah. no there's no rats on these things. They're
1: they're yeah they're very like there's a, there's a chef and there's you know the the chief stew and then there's the second stew and then there's the crew who do you know the jet the jet skis. Oh my lord!
0: Would you ever ever thought that you would know all? I know all that stuff. Of the levels below deck.
1: I know how many you know how that the, you know the, the everything. The hierarchy about. that yes, is. Yes, there's a lot of hierarchy actually, and then the captain. So anyway, yes, Dave and I watch it, but I did watch it. And then I was like, and then he came up to it and he goes, hey, did did, did you watch? I'm like, no, I didn't. No. Well, it says it's watched. Oh, it must be a mistake. Yeah, Tanner. Comcast, <laughs> whatever, you
0: know. Well, it took a while for Chrissy to figure out in the Netflix thing where the red bar goes across to the bottom that that actually meant that it's been watched. It should, if, why does it say resume? <laughs> right. Resume what? What? Yeah, it's, it's like cheating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't do it. We Yeah, uh, Chrissy calls it emotional it. cheating. It is. Yes. Yeah, you have to you have to hold back. Hold back. We just recently watched True Detectives the very first season. Unbelievable. So good.
1: As I, go, as good as Homeland.
0: Yes. Yes, the, the homeland at the end. Uh, you know, not so yeah, yeah, We, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. actually got rid of Showtime because we are like, yeah, we're done with that. Yeah. Uh, but I got that. Yeah, no. Uh, I So watched-
1: scary, that last episode. I know. Why I, would you I've, go in by yourself? I have never been more scared yeah. I in, in recent history. That's the only thing. I, I, I don't watch any. I'm totally a dork because I don't watch anything scary anymore. I mean, life is scary. The news is scary. I don't need to be scared. I don't watch any scary movies anymore. Yeah. So that was something that I had to finish it. But I was freaking out.
0: Oh, yeah, it was so good. I watched half the episodes. And then I was like, hey, what do you think about True Detective? I've heard people talk about it. And I totally had to lie. I mean, it, I felt dirty yeah. about it. And I guess the second one wasn't as good, but I no, think the one third
1: sucks. one. The one that's on right now, yeah, is, is decent.
0: It's okay. We started watching okay. it, but it's nowhere well, good. near good. as good as need the first one. Okay. Because that first one was so ridiculously good that I kind of wish that maybe I watched this current one now first and then went back to it so that I was like, oh, because now I, I'm just ruined. Yeah. absolutely ruined on it. Belinda Jensen, you are a true dork. You're a true friend. I love you to death. Thank
1: you. Um and it's fun to see you too. I never get to see you anymore. I listen to you all the time.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. Cuz
1: I'm a huge Vikings fan, so I listen to all of your post game and I and I of course listen in the afternoons and I'm glad you're sleeping in the mornings now. If
0: you want to see somebody get really dorky, watch me grinding over numbers I bet. and stats and everything like that getting ready for a one game. I spend about Probably thirty hours. Well, you have to. Yeah, you have to be ready. Well, I'm I, I'm not up to speed like the guys on the fan are. They do it every single day,
1: right? So you, yeah, you, you
0: have like four jobs. Right, and so if you, I mean you want to ask me about Kenny Chesney, I can fire that off without looking it up. But <laughs> you know that stuff, I got to actually put some effort into. I've it. also,
1: you know what, I have to say one thing that I have become such and it it not that I had any problems with it before, but I've become such a huge country fan. And I think it's because country music just makes me smile. They talk about pontoons and sunshine and drinking and loving and whiskey. And I love it. Right. It just <laughs> makes me so happy.
0: Think about that. I've been doing that. That's why I've been doing it for 25 years.
1: It does make me so happy. It makes me feel just great. Well, so.
0: welcome to the whiskey team. No problem. <laughs> Belinda Jensen, thank you so much. Of course, Cara Levin, uh, Grow With Care on Saturday mornings. You can catch her as well, and you can find her everywhere, basically, throughout the Metro. If you do any kind of charity work at all or you get involved, Belinda Jensen, there's a good chance that you're going to run into her, and she's amazing, and I absolutely love you. Thank you. Thank you, Moss.